Good morning here at the church. Uh, I want to bring you a message this morning on the paralyzed man at the pool of Bethesda. I know we've all heard this uh, story, but as I was reading this and then I went to a commentary and got to look at some things and some other things kind of kind of hit me and I would just like to share this with y'all this morning. <clears throat> you know, in the healing of the paralyzed man at the pool of Bethesda, there were three things when I was looking at and studying this that I noticed. Number one, this man always had excuses. And then there was always the unbelievers. But in the end, there's always hope. You know, let's look at the, some of the excuses or, or what this paralyzed man was doing. Now, you know, when Jesus asked the paralyzed man, do you want to be made well? No, I'm in, uh, excuse me, but I'm in the book of John chapter 5, and I will be, it, it's, the, this is 1 through 15, but we're not going to read all these scriptures. But anyway, the excuses. When Jesus asked the paralyzed man, do you want to be made well or do you want to be healed? If you will read that, you will see that this man doesn't just say yes. When Jesus said, do you want to be healed? Why didn't he just say yes? The first thing I noticed was this. The man had excuses. Jesus said, do you want to be made well? And to me, I know it just kind of hit me, but it seemed like this man, this paralyzed man was saying, well, you see, Jesus, it's like this. Every time I try to get in the pool, somebody goes in and gets ahead of me. But if you think about it, that is not what Jesus asked him. Jesus simply said, do you want to be made well or do you want to be healed? You know, I never really saw this, like I said, until I was, I was researching this message on a commentary. And here in verse 14, listen to what it says in John chapter 14. It said, afterward, Jesus found this man in the temple, the paralytic man, and said to him, See, you are well. Go and sin no more so that nothing worse comes upon you. Actually, this is saying that this guy did something to cause him to be paralyzed. No, see, go and sin no more. So evidently the man had been in sin. Go and sin no more so something worse doesn't come upon you. So, you know, Jesus telling him right now, and I think that's what he's saying to all of us, hey, go and behave yourself before something worse happens. When we are healed or we come to Jesus, he forgives our sins and says, go and sin no more. That's what he means. Go and sin no more. Serve me. Live a godly life. And, and I mean... Uh, it's it just like, uh, as I was reading this, I come across a little, I guess you might say a, an illustration, but I just want to ask you, can you see someone bringing something on themselves to cause them to, uh, well, be afflicted? You know, really, I can see this. Okay, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen, like say, reading a newspaper or on TV or something like that? You, you, you see this. A male bystander shot at 2 o'clock in the morning after fight erupts at a bar. 
You know, and that bystander might argue he was innocent. But you know, my dear old grandma, she used to always say when us, when us kids were growing up and we wanted to go out and do something, she'd always say, now nothing good ever happens after 9 p.m. So she was telling us, I want you home before 9 o'clock because anything that goes on out there after that, it's up to no good. And I think she had a point there. But the bystander, you know, might say, well, but yeah, but I didn't do anything to be shot. But if he wasn't where he shouldn't have been at 2 o'clock in the morning, think about it, he wouldn't have been shot. I know that this man was doing, I don't know, like I said, what this man was doing there, but you can be pretty sure he wasn't there at that bar for a prayer meeting. No. He was probably in sin with a bunch of other guys. But yet, even after he's healed, this former paralyzed man is blaming others and he's making excuses. You know, the Jewish leaders asked this man, what are you doing carrying that mat on the Sabbath? When they saw him walking and carrying that mat, that's the first, this is what they say to him. What are you doing carrying that mat on the Sabbath? See, carrying your mat on the Sabbath was considered work, and there was no work to be done on the Sabbath. But instead of the man saying, hey, I'm carrying it because I can. I, was, I have been sitting on it paralyzed, and a man healed me. Hey, guys, y'all know me. You've seen me here for 38 years. I've been paralyzed that long. You know, and then here comes an excuse for carrying the mat. The man who healed me told me to pick it up and walk. Hey, it's not my fault. He told me to do it. I think that's one of our problems. A lot of times we do something that people tell us and we know we shouldn't. But anyway, I want to ask a question. What is worse than 38 years of being paralyzed? You know, I said this one time and I heard a man say, well, 39 years would be worse. Well, he's probably right. But, you know, I think if I was thinking about it, and this is just me, what's worse, I'd say eternal hell and damnation would be definitely worse than 38 years of, para of, para of being paralyzed. Because you're in hell for all eternity. This man went through 38 years, but in hell, it's all eternity. And what's worse than dying? Dying and spending forever in hell. Because you don't, because you didn't listen to what Jesus told you to do. See, we listen to a lot of other people and got ourselves in a lot of problems. We brought ourselves in sin and everything. And we could spend that time in hell. And you know, that's for eternity. So anyway, Jesus tells this man to go and don't sin anymore. You know, most of us don't want to hear. Hey, you better straighten up and fly right if you know what's good for you. And I imagine every one of us have been told that. I know I have. We are like, we like the being healed part, but we don't want to hear, hey, you better straighten up because we still want to do what we want to do. It's best to listen to the Word of God and do what the Word of God tells us to do. And then he had the unbelievers and even himself. Listen to these Jewish leaders when they approached him. The Jewish leader said to the paralyzed man who had been healed, It's the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. 
And that paralyzed man replied, the man who made me well told me to pick up your, up your mat and walk. And they asked, they asked the paralyzed man, who is it? Or who was this man who told you to pick up the mat and walk? You know, it's amazing that the Jews who saw and knew this former paralyzed man, they had seen him sitting around on that mat. They had seen him. They passed him no telling how many times in a day. Paralyzed, knowing that he could not walk. But yet they didn't ask. Now, how in the world is this guy walking? They were concerned with the miracle that took place. They were only concerned that this man was breaking the law by carrying his mat on the Sabbath. You know, the Jewish leaders didn't care about the miracle. And they, or how this man, who was paralyzed for years, was now walking. They only cared about that he was carrying the mat that he used to sit on on the Sabbath. You know, many people have got so much junk in their mind instead of saying, hey man, this is great. I'm glad you're healed. I'm glad you're... But no. They were wanting to know why. Especially on the Sabbath. Did you let somebody heal you? I tell you what, these Pharisees and Jewish leaders, they were something else because it was all about them. And, you know, whether we realize or not, even when we go through things, there's always hope. There is always hope. You know, and I don't doubt after 38 years, this man thought, well, I don't know why I keep hoping and praying and wanting something to happen. I know miracles only happen to other people. He probably thought, I'm not that kind who ever gets a healing. A miracle is not in my, it, it, it is not for me. It's not going to happen for me. It could never happen to me. It's always someone else who gets the blessing. How many times have we felt sorry for ourselves? Say, well, I know it won't be me. I know I can't get a miracle. And it always happens to somebody else. Well, this man would, would never have believed that that day would be the day of his miracle. And this miracle should be a reminder to us that no person, no situation we're in is too far gone that we are out of God's reach. We are out, we are never out of God's reach. And this miracle shows that Christ is all we need. Where's your faith? Do you truly have faith? We know that as we read through the Bible of all the healings, the miracles and things that Christ did, opening deaf ears, opening blind eyes, causing people to walk, raising the dead, you know, just numbers of things. But yet we say, I know it'll never happen to me. Where is our faith? It says, for without faith we cannot please God. We're saying to ourselves, and, and, and you think God don't know what we think or what we say? We're saying, well, God couldn't do this for me, or he won't do this for me. You know, we just have to have faith, and we have to have hope in Jesus Christ. And this miracle that, 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 that Jesus did shows that Christ is really all that we need to be healed, to have a miracle. You know, do you realize trying to heal without Christ is like not having the right tools to work with? Have you ever tried to work with something and you didn't have the right tools? 
You had to try to make do with things and this and that. But I'll tell you what. Christ is the only tool that we need to be healed. And we have to stop and consider. It wasn't the angel. It wasn't the water. And it wasn't the person who carried the man into the water that healed him. Make no mistake. It was Jesus Christ who healed him. Today, I think Christ is asking this question to each one of us. Would you like to be made whole? Would you like to be healed? Would you like to get past of what you're going through? I know there's many people out there now with this virus. And we can ask them that same question. Would you like to be healed? What do you think they're going to say? They're going to say, definitely, yes, I want to be healed. I said, do you have the faith that God can heal you? I think they stop and think. Because many of these people right now don't know God. I believe that through what we're going through is going to open a lot of people's eyes. I believe you're going to see people praying that's never prayed before. I think you see people right now going to accept Christ who have never accepted Christ before because they are going through something that they've never gone through before. They say, I just honestly believe that the churches are going to be filled back up that Christ is doing a work with what is going on in this world today. You know, just like the paralyzed man, some of you never dreamed that today when you woke up and got out of bed, this could be your day of healing. This could be your day of healing. Do you have the faith? But today is the day because Jesus is asking you right now, if you would like to be made whole. Do you have excuses? Well, Jesus, I don't know. I cannot get out of this bed and, and do anything. Well, that's not what Jesus is asking you, just like he didn't ask that paralyzed man. He said, do you want to be healed? Don't maybe make an excuses. All you need to do is say yes. You don't need any excuses. No one believing but just have faith in Jesus Christ. As we read this about the paralyzed man, I, I, I saw a lot of things here. I've read this story several times. But as I read this story and really got into checking it out, I saw things that I'd never saw before, like this paralyzed man. I never saw it that he was making excuses, but he was. The unbelief through the religious leaders, and even himself. But then, when it happened, all hope was restored. He then had the hope in Jesus Christ. Do you have hope? Do you have faith? Do you believe that Jesus can heal you today whatever you're going through? You're going to have to if you want to be healed. We cannot doubt and not have faith. You know, like I've said it many times, but this is the word of God. He who doubts or has no faith, let him not think that he shall receive anything. Many times our prayers go unanswered because we doubt. Many times our prayers go unanswered because we don't have faith that they'll be answered. And this is very displeasing to God. It's... As a Christian, 
Truly, we do have to walk by faith and not by sight. You cannot walk just because you don't see something. You can't believe because you don't see it. Faith is believing in something that you don't see yet, but you know without a shadow of a doubt that it's coming and it's going to happen. I want to pray with you today. If you're going through something, if you're going through problems, if you're going through a sickness, I would like to ask you to have faith and to believe that God can heal you. Could we pray? Father God, as we come to you today, as we see this story of the paralyzed man, it makes us all think. Lord, you're simply asking a very simple question. Do you want to be healed? And all we have to do is say yes and have faith that you can do it. Lord, I am praying for those that are going through circumstances, things are happening, maybe people have lost jobs, maybe they're just in a real tight right now because of what's going on in this world. But Lord God, I know that you can change everything with just, just a word out of your mouth. You can speak things into existence. You can speak healing. Lord, I pray that you will touch people and they will see you. Lord, it restore their faith, Lord, if they've lost it. Lord, just like the man said whose son kept falling in the fire and in the water, he said, you've got to have faith. What did this man say? He said, please, Lord, help me with my faith. You know, that's a pretty good prayer. Help me, Lord Jesus, in my faith. Help me. Do you need any help with your faith today? Jesus is right there ready to help you with that too. So I'm just praying that who's ever going through anything, that Jesus will touch, restore, heal. He will bring back what the enemy has stolen. You shall recover what the enemy has stolen. Lord, thank you for everything. I want to thank all of you today. I'm going to go ahead and close. But just thank you for being here and thank you for listening. Please think about what I've said. Have faith in God. And God will take care of the rest. Thank you all for being here and I'll talk to you all later.